to Totalus Rankium. This week, semi-final one. Welcome to Roman Emperor's Hotelus Rankium. I am Jamie. I am Rob, and here we are. Semis, Jamie. Semis, what do you think of when you hear the word semi? We've got a semi right now, so... Yeah, we do. We have our first semi, and it is... <laughs> One of two. <laughs> One of three, Jamie. One of three. Wow, okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> three semi-finals. What it means to me, Jamie, is that we're getting towards the end, and it I'm excited. Does. That's what it means. We now have our four semi-finalists for uh, this semi-final. We obviously have four more in semi-final two and four more in semi-final three. Cool. And did I even say uh, my name is? It's Rob. I didn't do an introduction, did I? I got too excited by the semis. Oh, I, I wasn't listening, so I was, I was yeah. I've only been Well, if I didn't, semis. my name's Rob, by the way, if anyone's listening and is unsure. We ranked all of the emperors from Augustus to Constantine eleven. We've knocked a few of them out in the quarterfinals. We're now in the semi-finals. We've had a massive rank fest. We've knocked a few out and now we've got a semi. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> oh, dear. This is all filth, Jamie. It's going to have to cut it all out. This is awful. It's a family podcast. Shall I tell you who's in the semi-final, Jamie? This week, we have... Well, let's get Sound Guy to introduce them. Romanos 1 is up against... Justin two. And they're both facing Leo three. And all three of them are facing off against the mighty Alexios one. So we go. Four emperors. All of them went through the quarterfinals. All of them have proved their stuff by getting Jeanne César and winning themselves or coming second in a chariot race. Yeah. Just a quick one-sentence reminder, just so we're sure. We've got Romanos one who rose up the ranks and won the faction war. Fascinating mm. period of season two. He ended up winning that. He soft-cooed the Macedonian dynasty, and uh, he managed to make everything a lot more stable, which was good. Generally a good ruler, uh, but then he was cooed by his idiot son. Well, his two idiot sons, actually. Sent to the Isle of Princes, and then his idiot son was mo- uh, was cooed a month later. Yeah. So that was Romanos one. We were generally very impressed with how he just got on with things. Uh, mm. I had a couple of interesting stories. Um, mm. Then we have Justinian II, Emperor, not mm. Emperor, Revenge. No nose. <laughs> I, I mean, but, we wasted like two hours recording that. You could have just said that. I could have just said that. I mean, that one's fairly simple. Uh, Leo III, yeah. Shepherd Boy, Conan, who met Justinian II when he was a boy, mm. when Justinian II was on his Revenge rampage. Mm. And uh, Conan rose through the ranks, became Leo, then became Leo III by ending the 20-year anarchy, and then did a lot of uh, other stuff, such as being obsessed with icons. Uh, and then we've got Alexios I, the founder of the Komnenos dynasty. His daughter wrote a book about him. Fairly famous. Mm. So those are our four, but uh, what do their stats look like? Romanos I came in 19th with a score of 35.13. Justinian II came in 3rd with 52.00. Leo III comes in 14th with 36.90. And Alexios comes in 7th with 40.63. So the the score's got a clear winner there and uh, a clear loser. But who knows, Jamie? Who knows? No, I don't. No, because we're going to make a decision, but to help us make our decision, we're going to go through three rounds, and we are following the same format as season one. 
Yeah, we're going to steal from the Roman Republic episodes, which <laughs> just makes me remember the Roman Republic episodes we used to do. We will come back. I mean, Cicero is on the list. I mean, he is yes. going to get done. Um, but yeah. Yeah, uh, I, th- I think we're just ploughing through the final of the Americans. And oh, we, Romans, we just, yeah, we? We, we need to get stuff done. Um, yeah, free up time. Uh, anyway, the fact is, though, we're doing infamous, notorious round, and we're doing mortis memoriae, um, and then we have a wild card round, which is Jamie. Historical ridiculous. Yes, which will come up at the end. But first of all, nice. Uh, sound guy, I kind of jumped the gun there, sound guy. Uh, that's okay, makes mistakes occasionally. Uh, because first round we're covering is... Infamous Notorious. Okay, this round looks at three things. How much have they been remembered today? Oh, this is why you messaged everyone in our friendship group and said, do you remember these people? And they all said no. Oh, Jamie, you're giving it away. <laughs> but yes, Sorry. yes, that is exactly why that <laughs> happened. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, how well are they remembered today by the layman, by the average person in the street? Mm. Not just that, though. We're also having a look at how much impact they had on the Empire, good and bad. And then just any amazing details that we think should be remembered. Yeah. So, yeah, there we go. Let's be honest, though. Season two emperors are going to struggle in this round a little bit. Especially mm-hmm. in that first How Well Are They Remembered Today, I'm going to get a big brush and I'm just going to start tarring the Emperor's faces with it. Because let's face <laughs> it, they are generally no. not as well known as the first series. No. no, of course not. No. Various reasons for that. I personally think the main reason is they all started using the same name as each other. Yeah, I mean, when you've got like 24 Constantines, it's a bit yeah. frustrating. Honestly, I think if they all had separate names, it would be easier to remember each other. I think that's why mm. Season 1 Emperors are easier to remember, definitely. Yeah, but I mean, the highest we got was like the third, wasn't it? Um, no, no, it's second. Oh, second. Off the top really? of my head, Gordia's Gordian three. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. No, you're absolutely right. Well done, Jamie. Have five ranking points. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm impressed. Maybe listen, Discord. Add them to the list. <laughs> add them to the list before he takes them away. Oh, I'm not taking those away. You, you're absolutely right. You got it, and I, I'd forgotten. Yeah, yeah. Gordian three. It's the only one. That you went up to and they were all like really close together so you're very easy to remember. I'm feeling so proud right now <laughs> I'm, tr- I'm trying to say really cool and composed I'm like yeah yeah I mean I don't I, I think that might put your points up to something like five or something I can't remember <laughs> right I'm now at minus three <laughs> right anyway uh, let, let's do this um, shall we uh, let, let's let's discuss first up is Romanos okay so as you've already alluded to I have contacted a focus group <laughs> You might have forgotten, I used a focus group last time, but the focus group was one person, so I've decided to be more scientific this time. Uh, this time, the focus group is... Six people? Six. Yeah, yeah but two of those are us two. Um, oh, four people. No, no, five people. One, two, three. It's, uh, it's five people. Um, so I asked these five people, do you remember, or have you ever heard of, Romanos One? And their answer was, no. Ah, yeah, that's a and shame. And that's a bigger sample size, and that's that's disappointing. That is disappointing. He's going to be disappointed. Is <laughs> he worse than what I said? I hadn't heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, let's get you just get used to this. Is all I'm going to say. Um, but that's fine. That's fine. What about the wider world? Not not just the sample group. What happens if you put his name into Google? Kind of thing. Is there any yeah. chat around Romanos One? 
Uh, I'll be honest, I, I really struggled to find stuff. Um, well, there's not going to be any breaking news, is there? Uh, well, I did get really excited at one moment because I found out that Emperor Romanos was in the new Vikings spin-off called Vikings Valhalla. Oh, cool. I watched almost all of the original Vikings series. I, I, I really enjoyed it, especially when Saga Thing were doing live tweets mm. on the episodes. That was really fun. Uh, but I'll be honest, I've not seen any of the Valhalla. I think they've done two seasons now, so I had no idea, but... Emperor Romanos is in it. Hey. Hey. But then I looked into it a bit more. It's Romanos 3, Jamie. It's not Romanos 1. Romanos 3, by the way, is uh, the guy in the Macedonian dynasty. It was near the end. Uh, He was drowned in the baths, but then he survived because they didn't drown him properly. So he's there spluttering and coughing and they pull him out of the baths and then uh, they leave him to die and he's poisoned. Yes. No, I I do remember that story because it was really quite funny. Yeah. Not enough for Romanos, but... Well, yeah, no, it's, it's a really good story. And that means, yeah, all of that later Macedonian stuff is going on in Vikings Valhalla, apparently. So I know what yeah. I'm watching next. I had no <laughs> idea. Uh, so, yeah, um, but that's nothing to do with Romanos one. So, yeah, unfortunately, Romanos is getting a points for that. But if you're listening and you've seen Vikings Valhalla, let me know how much Roman stuff is in it. However, it's worth me mm. watching. Rob doesn't watch anything unless it has Romans in it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the law. Yeah. That's why you've never seen Star Wars. Yes. Exactly. Or oh, no, they have the Senate. Damn it. <laughs> yes, yeah, no, that's fine then. Um, his son-in-law tried to uh, write about him, so his uh, future family would remember him. So that's a bit of legacy there, isn't it? His son-in-law, yeah. remember, is the softly cooed Constantine Seven. Um, no. And he wrote to his own son, Romanos II, uh, about his father-in-law. And I'll just quote, The Lord Romanos, the emperor, was an idiot... And an illiterate man, neither bred in the high imperial manner, nor following Roman custom from the beginning, nor of imperial or noble descent, and therefore the more rude and authoritarian in doing most things. For his beliefs were uncouth, obstinate, ignorant of what was good, and unwilling to adhere to what is right and proper. He could have simplified that and just said, he's a Dick. Yeah, I just really hope that that was said Christmas morning before going round <laughs> to the grandparents. Is <laughs> written in his Christmas card. <laughs> yeah. Well, whilst Romanus's daughter is uh, also yeah. there, just going, oh, yeah. this is going to end badly. So there's that. Is he well remembered? No. It's just nope. he's not. Okay, well, what about impact? It's hard to argue that there's much impact here, unfortunately, for Romanos. Uh, His very short-lived dynasty counts as one of those that soft-cooed during the Macedonian dynasty, so it's not really counted as his own dynasty. They're just around with the Macedonians. Him being monked by his own son, who was an idiot, who was then monked a month after, isn't great. But that said, impact, his daughters... He had several daughters, but two of his daughters. One went on to give birth to future Roman emperors including Basil II, and one of them went on to give birth to future Bulgar Tsars. So so you could argue, because that Basil II did very well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Basil, season two winner, wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Romanos. How's that for legacy? I mean, that... Hmm. But uh, I, I think that counts for something. It's 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 weak though. Not isn't directly. It? It's, but, oh, it's, it's not it's great. Very tenuous. But he might yeah, he might like pick up a clinging on with fingertips and kind of going. Yeah. Give me something. Okay. What about interesting facts? One thing that we think he should be remembered for, obviously, is him fighting with the lion with a flamethrower. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's a story of his youth. It's probably all made up. It comes from nowhere in the sources. We've suddenly got some detail. I'm just going to quote the story to you. 
And when the two fellows sat down nearby and were chatting about many things amongst themselves, the lion only heard them, as it could not see because of the smoke in its eyes. And as the lion desired to spew forth onto them the rage of its spirit, which it had conceived <laughs> because of the fire, with a very quick leap, it leapt towards where it heard the voices. It appeared in their midst. Romanos evaluated the situation in his mind, so that even if the world should fall apart, the wreckage would leave him fearless. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, it's almost overly dramatic. It's overly it's like dramatic. Watching Marvel uh, yeah. Avengers Endgame. I mean, I was looking through the sources again. I feel maybe we over-egged the fact that it was uh, flamethrowers. Um, maybe they were just setting fire to things. But no, flamethrowers, Greek yeah, fire. Yeah, flamethrowers, napalm. Yeah, and uh, the lion pounces at him and he shoves a spear at the lion and, oh, it's his fighting lions. Uh, I tried to look up famous people who fought lions. His name was not on the list. Um, yeah, so, but, but but we thought, well, I think it should be. I don't want to speak for you. Uh, How is he hunting a lion? They're not indigenous to like, that area. Uh, they were in Anatolia. I, I don't know. Uh, escaped from they don't have the lions zoo. There either. Escaped from the safari park. Maybe some people had tried to invade on lions and that one lion was all that was left of the invasion. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, there you go. What do you want to give Romanos 1 for Infamous Notorious? Zero. Uh, i got to give him a point. He's sired sort of a bit of dynasty going on there. Um, yeah, unfortunately, this is not his round. It's really not. Okay, on to Justinian two. Are they remembered, I said to our sample group. One member, who shall remain nameless, uh, but is your wife, said, <laughs> Do I count? If so, I've heard you both mention a Justinian, but I'm not sure which one. Or does that count? Uh, I mean, it's better than a straight-up mm. no. Uh, so oh, I'm yeah. saying... At least, at least an answer. Yeah. What that says is that we talked about Justinian as a name when we weren't recording at some point. And we clearly didn't How many Romanos. Justinians are there? Uh, only two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so... Yeah, there's, there's Justinian the Great, isn't there? Yeah, and Justinian too. I mean, they're both. They're both well-known, the Justinians. Yeah. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. they're not well. They're well known to people that are nerds. It, it's not. It's really not great, is it? Okay. No. However, is he well remembered? <gasps> Sorry, I just realised. I will be back in just a second because literally ten minutes before we started recording, as I walked in the house, there was a parcel ready for me, and it was for this episode, so I could show you something, and I forgot to bring it upstairs. Whilst I'm gone, try and speculate yeah. what it is I'm about to bring back. It is. Are they still remembered <laughs> today? Is Justinian still remembered today? Okay, I'll be back in a moment. Okay. Okay. So, Rob is now gone, so I can say what I want. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, the obvious one is a book. Rob buys lots of books. You can't move for books in Rob's house. Uh, and waistcoats. A bit weird like that. Um, I, I doubt it's an artefact, like a historical thing he's bought. Although I do have Justinian one coin, which is quite cool. Oh, no, it's Constantine. No, never mind. Scratch that. Um... Could it be something along the lines of a bit of clothing, maybe? Oh, hey, Rob. You're right. Hey! I came back and heard the word clothing. Yes. So, uh... I was speculating three things it could be. Well, my first thing was just, well, you should listen back. But um, the first thing was, well, it's more than likely some sort of book because you have lots of books. Okay. Um, a second, a second one, I suggested it's probably not some sort of artefacts, though maybe a coin. And then I said it's probably not a bit of clothing. 
but I don't know. You didn't I, speculate I that whether it was his nose or not, then? Um, I mean, I'd be very surprised if you owned his nose. It is not his nose, I can tell you. And you were right. Well done. Can I have another ranking point? Yeah, six. <laughs> six, six in one, one episode. episode. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Because here you go, Jamie. Here it is. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, of course it's a book. Ah, yeah. ah, no, no. This is not just a book. I mean, it is a book. Well, but it is, yeah. there's something different about this book. This book is called Justinian, and it is by yeah. Harry Turtledove, or as his pen name here, Harry Turtledaub. This That's a great name. This is not a history book. It's a historical fiction book. It is a story. Oh. Someone, Harry Turtledove, has written a story... A novel all about Justinian II's life. Ah. And when I realised that, I ordered it straight away. And here it is, Jamie as a whole. That story that we really like, it's here and it's novelised. I'm going to read it and I'm going to see whether it's any good. Um, We follow Harry Turtledove on Twitter because he also wrote the translation to one of our sources. Yeah, so because people are writing stories about him. Yeah. In the same way that Al J. Trafford has been writing about the Six Emperors, Mm. we have Harry Turtledove writing about Justin. Although I've got to say, very very similar stylistic front cover to Al J. Trafford as well. Yes, it really is. It is the coin on the front, which just goes to show they have a target audience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shall I read the back? Born to the throne of Byzantium, the new Rome, Justinian II was determined to bow to no man. Headstrong and stubborn, he fought with the very nobles whom his reign depended. And so he was overthrown, mutilated, and exiled beyond the Black Sea. New paragraph. But not forever. New paragraph. In this gripping novel of one of history's great desperados... H.N. Turtledaub puts us in the middle of the dust, the colour, the savoury smells and the roaring crowds, and most of all, the blood and violence of Byzantium at its clangorous, glorious height. Clangorous, that's a good word. Mm. Uh, there you go, so there you go. Um, evocative, not my words, but the words of the Washington Post. So there you go. Uh, is he remembered? Yes. Oh, yeah. Impact. Uh, well, he was, uh, interestingly... The first emperor to have a picture of Jesus put on a coin. That is interesting. Yeah, this is something we did cover in the episode, but understandably we've kind of forgotten about because lots of other interesting stuff happened. He was getting a little bit annoyed with the caliphate, so he decided to put Jesus on the coins and then... The money they owed the caliphate, he sent the, those coins to the caliphate <laughs> with Jesus's face on. Um, now, this is debatable whether he actually did that, and if he did, whether he was doing it just to annoy the caliphate, but I like the idea that he did. Uh, this has led some historians to speculate that this is where we get the modern Western view of what Jesus looked like, because on some of the coins, the version of Jesus is a very Westernized, long, flowing hair, beard kind of looking Jesus, which incidentally looks a little bit like, if you look at Justinian II's coin, oh, yeah. Justinian himself. Um, Did Jesus have a fringe, though? That's what I want to know. Oh, I hope not. Um, but if you remember the episode, uh, he actually released two types of coins, and the second coin he released of Jesus was much more realistic of what Jesus would have looked like. Uh, but they, So there were two versions of Jesus on his coins. But yeah, there you go. That's interesting, and yeah. it's debatable whether this is where we get our version of what Jesus looked like. It's probably not true, but it's still an mm. interesting fact. Maybe we can yeah. give him some points for that. His impact on the empire was not good, but he definitely had an impact, because you could argue his rule led to the 20-year anarchy, and it brought down the Heraclean dynasty. Mm. So it's an impact. Yeah. It's just not a good one. Interesting facts. Things that we think he should be remembered for. The fact he had a golden nose. Very good. Yes. His 
General Ravenge tale. Very good. Uh, and also, he died like Macbeth. More on that next round. Oh, he did. He really did. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, what are we thinking on this one? Um, He's got a book named after him, so therefore he scores more than one. Um, I'm going to give him a very gracious two. You're only going to give him two out of ten? How many people have read his book? He's got a book written about him. How many books have you got written about you, Jamie? Yeah, but no one knows me, and that's okay. You're only going to give him two? Yeah. I, I was thinking dead cert five, if not more. Really? Yeah. Impact? But, he had a bad impact on the Empire? Yeah, but how does that affect us now? Oh, no, 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 no. That's just one part of the round. One part of the round is how well do we remember now. The other part is how much he impacted the Empire. And the yeah. third part is, is there other stuff that he should be remembered for? The Ravenge tale alone surely is worth points. I'll go up to four, then. Okay, okay. Well, I'm going to say six. Six? Yeah. You, you just wanted to get to ten, didn't you? I'm going to say three, then. Fine. Seven for me. Right, <laughs> on to the next. <laughs> Leo three. Focus group said... No. No, they did not know Leo 3. Uh, no, nobody all. does. Yeah, that's a shame. Where Leo is mostly remembered in history is not his Rags to Riches story, uh, which is what we liked. I mean, the boy Conan making good. Uh, but no, that's not what he's famous for. It's his iconoclasm. 800 years after his death, John of Damascus's attack on his iconoclasm was translated, uh, causing uh, lots of rugby tackling going on in the church. So, yeah. um, I mean, it's not modern times, but 800 years after his death, his dealings was causing schisms in the church still. This is post the empire falling and people were still arguing about him. So, yes, well, he yeah. was remembered, but he certainly, I would not say, uh, is particularly well remembered into modern day. But I could argue that's probably the same with most serious two emperors. I mean, it's not as good as having a book about you, is it? No. No. That is fair. But it's probably better than um, Romanos one who uh, his biggest claim to fame is that someone with the same name as him is currently in the series Vikings. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not great. Uh, Impact. Okay, right. You didn't give Justinian to anything, no. really, for starting the 20-year anarchy. Are you going to give no. Leo III something for ending the 20-year anarchy? Absolutely, yeah, because right. he sold a massive problem. Okay. It's, so like, it's like doing a word search for 20 years and someone solves it. You're going to praise them. Okay, fair enough. Okay, good impact. He ended the 20-year anarchy. We were praising Diocletian for ending the crisis. So I think we can, not as big, but I think we can praise Leo III for ending the 20-year anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Other impact. He brought in over 100 years of religious turmoil, scandal, fighting, accusations, firings, mutilations, uh, because he didn't like icons. Well, yeah. <laughs> So that was an impact. They tend to get in the way. They do tend to get in the way. was an impact right there. It was. Uh, Interesting facts. Well, I would argue what he should be remembered for is being a shepherd boy who walked up to Justinian II when he was a kid and said, here, do you want my sheep? (laughs) And then from there, he went on to be the emperor. That is amazing. I mean, I would argue it's a bit (laughs) sucky-uppy. I think it's clever. I think it's very clever. Really? And just just all oh, the lonely shepherd boy. I mean, that's a it's a good tale. It's a tale I talk about. Yeah. Okay. Well, what do you think? Um, well, he ended a massive conflict. That's the biggest thing. See, I'd I'd give him higher than Justinian mm. for that. Ah, but he's not Justinian. Who's remembered today, and 
uh, Leo threes and up. He's barely remembered Dojo Scene 2. I'm holding a book in my hand. Yeah, by a history nerd that loves him. (laughs) So, of course, there can be a book about him. Yeah, okay. Most people don't know who have not, they've not heard of Galba. LJ Trafford, she would admit this, is a history nerd. Yeah, and, and if we were doing so, this with Galba, I'd be holding up LJ Trafford's yeah. book and saying, look, someone wrote a book about them. And I'd be saying, but no one knows that person. But the people and you'd who only buy book. that book if you... Yeah, but only if you know history anyway, and you probably know that person. Uh, well, it's, it's worth something, though, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> um, so I'm still arguing about Justinian here. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give him a five because he ended the twenty one, and that's a big thing. Okay, I'll, I'll give him, I'll give him a five as well. That's what I'll give him. People were talking about him nearly a thousand years after his death, and he did end the twenty uh, year anarchy. So yeah, I'll give him a five. Okay, so that's a ten for him. And lastly, uh, well, no, no, not remembered either uh, from the focus group. <laughs> uh, however, arguably, Alexios is definitely the most remembered in this round because his daughter's biography of him remains. I mean, the Alexiad is a very important source in Roman history. It's held up as one of the most important of all Roman texts to survive. Yeah, well, get that. I mean, here I'm willing to say, yes, this is very niche uh, history nerd kind (laughs) of thing, but it is still, I mean, it's up there with things like the Historia Augusta. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anna Comnena is up there with people like Suetonius as important sources. So, yeah, he, he, he is remembered in the fact that he is well-sourced. Arguably the most well-sourced of all emperors. Uh, it's hard to say he didn't have a big impact as well, because he stabilised the empire after the fall of the Macedonians and the struggle with the Ducas, and he was the founder of the Comnenos dynasty, which, as we've discovered in the rounds, have done really rather well. Uh, a period of 100 years of growth... And success for the empire, a period that is called the Komnenos Restoration. Yeah, he had an impact, he definitely did. Uh, Also, his reign is seen as the definite end to iconoclasm. It just doesn't come back after this. So, there you go. Is he remembered, sort of, uh, in definitely amongst history nerds? Did he have an impact? Definitely. Interesting facts that we have discovered about him. He had Gene Caesar himself, his son got it, and two of his grandsons, making him, I'm fairly sure, the most effective Gene Caesar producer. Let's just say he had Ooh. some Gene Caesar swimming around somewhere. <laughs> uh, Pre-coded. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm fairly sure that's true. If anyone wants to go back and check if anyone else has as many relatives as... Uh, he does, having Gene César. Gene César juice. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I think that's mm. quite interesting. Yeah. Um, okay, score here? Um, one. Why are two. you giving nothing away? I'm going to give him six. I'm being harsh. I'm six? Going to give him Why? Six. Why? His daughter is one of the biggest sources in all Roman history. That's not him. It's all about him. The whole book is about him. The book's he named after it. him. Impact, he... Brought in one of the most successful Roman dynasties of all time. Oh yeah, yeah, no, I forgot about that. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll give him, I'll give him, a, I'll give him a healthy five then. Okay, five. Right, I stick with I, my I, six. I think to get like a really high score, you need to be like most people go. Oh no, I think I've heard of that person. You do realize a really high score is not six, though, don't you? You do realize a really high score is nine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, th- I think even getting close to that is like... Augustus ten. Yeah. 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 Julius yeah. Caesar, the famous Roman emperor. Yeah. Ten. Um, ten as well. Uh, people... Tiberius, I would give a nine or eight to. 
Yeah. Like Caligula, probably nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. At least yeah. heard the name. Yeah. Nero, ten. Yeah. So, so who's getting mid marks then? Uh, Severus. Oh, okay. <laughs> fine. Okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. You, you, where, where did you land in the end? Was it five? Uh, yeah, five. What did you five. say? Six. I said six. That's eleven. Okay. So, uh, winner of that round was Alexios with eleven. We had Justinian two and uh, Leo three, drawing with ten, I believe. And Romanos got what was it? Something low. Romanos got one. Did you give him two? Oh, maybe, yeah. He lost. That's all we need to know. We don't need to know the scores exactly. I wrote one. Okay. It doesn't matter. It's not going to help me. Yeah, the the scores are a guide in this. It's fine. Okay, next round. Okay, how good was their death and does it deserve talking about? Well, let's start with Romanos one. Romanos one. He was deposed by his sons... Uh, led by Stephen. Uh, when he was in the sickbed, he was shipped off to the Isle of Princes and Monked, which is a really cool end to his reign story. But he didn't die. So none of that counts, because he survived. He saw his sons monked, and he just stayed there for four years, and he died we don't know how. That's a bit... Well, I mean, it's since zero, because we don't know. It's it's not great. I, I mean, it's 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 got potential. It's leading up to something. If um, If he'd been sent to that... Island, well, and then his sons had killed him. Patricide, I mean, yeah, that would be great. But no, the end of his reign was interesting. His death wasn't, so it's got to be a zero. I, I agree with you. But could we could we bring in the whole kind of actually the build up to it's quite interesting. Oh, bonus point, like the build up to death. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, let's, let's give him one. We've got a whole range of ten to play with, haven't we? Let's not let's not box yeah. ourselves to zero. Okay, one each, yeah. two. Okay, next. Just Ah, here we go. Right, he died in battle. <laughs> he was uh, a general whose family he had murdered, overpowered Justinian's forces. They fought one-on-one in a field, and Justinian was beheaded with one blow. Yeah, that's Macbeth. That's Macbeth. I mean, it's it's just great. I, it's just an amazing death, being beheaded in a field by someone whose family you just murdered. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure he thought the same as it happened. This is going to be cool. I, it's high, it's just whether it's an 8 or a 9 or a 10. I, I think I'm going to be quite conservative. I'm going to give an 8. Uh, so I think it's not a wild boar, it's not a crucifix in a church. You're absolutely like, right. We've definitely got better. Let's again not box ourselves at one end of the spectrum. Yeah. I agree. But I'm going for 9 though because... <laughs> it would have been eight if it was just that, but the fact that it mirrors Macbeth so strongly, I'm going to give it a bonus point too. Yeah, yeah. so that's nine. Okay, next. Leo three. Died of dropsy. That's not a big point winner, is it? That's, that's a swelling disease, that's isn't fluid it? fluid retention. No one's scoring points with fluid retention. No. Zero. Zero. Alexis. Uh, we have no idea. Illness, old age, something. He uh. was old. He died peacefully, probably, in his bed, surrounded by his family and pineapples or something. Um, uh, boring zero zero so going through the scores then uh, Justinian 2 wins that round quite comfortably 17 really quite comfortably yeah um, yeah yeah. in fact early this, oh, oh and Romanus we gave a, a token to get 2-2 two, two, so I, it's a poor round for uh, Romanus Memoria uh, we get one good story and the other three disappointing to say the least yeah. okay so uh, Infamous Notorious a little bit tight uh, Mortis Memorial, a clear winner. But now we get into our third round, which is uh, Historicus Ridiculous. And this is where we come up with a question each uh, and we decide who would be best at it. Or more to point, Jamie, because I'm actually ahead of the game this time. I mean, feel free to come up with a question if you want, but I asked our members on Discord to come up with some suggestions so we can just pull a question from there. Yeah. 
We are going to choose a couple of questions from the listeners and we're just going to generally chat about them. And I have chosen Dockerman's question. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase it slightly just because, uh, just to make it clearer. No, I'll read it word for word, actually. And then I'll just say (laughs) what I think it means. Which emperor would be the best person to take over a floundering social media company and make it successful again? So in other words, right, (laughs) taking over Twitter, which one's going to take over Twitter and do a good job? Yeah. Okay, right. Romanos one, I think, would do a good job. You think? I think so. He was he was pretty confident. He won the faction war, so he would... He did. He'd beat off... Like, threads wouldn't stand a chance against him, because he'd actually yeah. like, be able to see that off. Yeah, I, I think he'd just do a competent job. Then, obviously, he's going to be cooed by his own son, so it's, it's not going to end well. Uh, Justinian II... I mean, Justinian II uh, would be fired and then make a comeback, obviously. That's what he does. But I don't think he'd do a good job. <laughs> I think he's too crazy. <laughs> no, 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 he, wouldn't, he, he would not do a good job. I think he'd keep introducing new crazy things and get angry when people don't think they're a good idea, if you could imagine such a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, Leo III, Leo is a shepherd boy who started off, like, grassroots and then pulled himself up. From the bottom, no one gave him any emeralds or anything. Uh, no, and true. yeah, he's he did a good job. I think Leo three would do a good job. No pictures though, all text. No, definitely all text. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it would be a different type of Twitter. But you know what? I mean, Twitter originally was text, wasn't it? If I remember correctly, I can't remember. I didn't use it back then. I'm guessing so. Yeah. yeah. And Alexios one was just good. Uh, he was good, and his daughter would be around making a note of everything. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and he ruled for like a third of a hundred years, and then you know it's going on to safe hands. I mean, it's got to be Alexios one. Alexios one is going to be competent. It's going to be a good well-run system, and it's going to work after he's gone. It's yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So if I'm, I mean, none of them, I don't think would be stupid enough to get a well-known brand name that is so well-known it's used as a verb across the world and just get rid of it. Well, no. I mean, you'd need Caligula levels of craziness to do stuff like that. But yeah, I'm going to say Alexios 1 wins this round. Yeah, okay. Yeah? Are you agreeing with everything I say there? Pretty much. Yeah, right. So well done, Alexios 1. Yeah. Uh, What what about your question? This is from Roberto from Sarpower. Who would be the best person to have as a partner in a three-legged race if Rob and Jamie were competing against each other and needed to pick an emperor? Oh, okay. So we're picking teams. Yes. Okay. Um... I mean, I'll go for Justinian. He's mine. Oh, you okay? You're, okay. I mean, that was the one I wasn't choosing. You can have Justinian. Oh, really? Yeah, but he's got. He has got a nose. He, he will slow yeah, exactly. Down. He doesn't have a nose. He is going to slow you down. Yeah. Think of the wind. Yeah, but he's got the because he's got the gold smooth nose. He'll just no, like no, the, you're not allowed that, that. Over that would be seen as a racing aid. Oh, then he's essentially got like a well, it's like a wind tunnel, it's like like a jet engine, like a turbine. It is not like cavity. a jet engine. A jet That's engine. how it works, and he if, farts out the air. And oh, he goes faster. I was about how to say works. there needs to be a hole at the back, but there kind of is, isn't there? There, there oh, really is. Okay. Yes. Right, so you're hoping that Justinian II is going to do some kind of jet engine manoeuvre. Has a fart, fart jet engine, yes. Okay, um, right, well, you can have Justinian II then. I, I'm going to go for Romanos I. Anyone who can take on a lion yeah. with a flamethrower <laughs> is clearly quite athletic. And that, I, That's a fair point. I kind of figure he'd probably do a good job there. I'm not sure if that actually gets us anywhere. I got carried away with choosing my team. What did, what did he actually have? Who would be best? 
So do do we both agree who would be best? We both chose who we wanted. Is that because you genuinely yeah. thought Justinian II would be best, or you just want to be on Justinian II's I, side? I think I think Justinian II is so determined. Oh, that's, that's a reason. very good point. He'd lose, and then he'd break into the judge's house at night. Yes. And the judge would just wake up, and there's Justinian in a chair with yeah. a knife to the judge's yeah. uh, partner's throat. And yeah. uh, the judge would then have to make a choice. He'd, he'd break into your house as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, just and to probably, make sure. probably slit your throat. Oh, so yeah, actually, definitely. you might not be the best choice, because then what am I going to do with my life? <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. Um, if it is just who's going to win the race, Romanos won. If it's who is going to walk away with the trophy, it's Justinian two. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, right. Too determined. Yeah, okay. There we go then. Um, yeah. I don't know how useful that's been for you, Jamie, but I'm hoping just chatting it through has formed some opinions in your head because now we need to make a decision. Yes. Mm. Who? Who is going through? We can only choose one. And all the others will be executed. Well, let's see. Okay. I mean, we could just say who we think has won, but if years of reality TV being thrust down my throat has taught me anything, (laughs) it is the need to eke this out slightly. So after three, let's both say the name of someone who we are knocking out. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You ready? Three, two, one. Romanos. Romanos. <laughs> oh, poor Romanos. He's going. He's oh. out. Uh, he's just not cutting the mustard compared to some of the others, is he? He's really uh, not. He ranked 19th, um, so he's the lowest scoring of these lot. He was always going to struggle getting through. Uh, you could argue he had an easy round. Uh, yeah. Round no, one was round one was an easy one. Um, so, okay. On to the next. Three. Two, one. Leo. Oh, no. <laughs> I went automatically. <laughs> the sound Sorry, guy's sound getting guy. it. Sound guy, stop it. Not allowed to vote, sound guy. Get back in your cage. Terms and conditions are very, very clear. <laughs> okay, we'll try that again. Three, okay. two, one. Leo, Leo three. three. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Leo three. Um, yeah. He's, again... I, I love the Shepherd Boy to Emperor stuff, um, but it's yes. it's not it's not good enough. So it's between Justinian and Alexios, and I'd like to string it out as if there's actually a choice here. But let's face <laughs> it, we both know who no. it's going to be. I think yeah. everyone's known since the start of this episode. Yeah, this yeah, is of course, definitely of course. out of the three semi-finals. This is the most yeah. obvious. The other two have serious yeah. contenders, um, but let's just do it though. After three, who is is going through? Who is going through, Jamie? Three, two, one. Justinian II. What? (laughs) Oh my god. Your word is final. (laughs) Oh no, what have we done to the timeline? Uh, yeah, yeah just, no, of course it's just Indian too. He's got to go through. Is. I mean, he's third overall. His story was absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's, yeah. It is It is absolutely brilliant. It was so good, his yes. story, that someone wrote a book about it, Jamie. Could argue that's that worth no infamous one's read. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. I, I, sound like a... uh, I think he follows us on Twitter. No, no. Your writing is amazing. We, I think we follow him. We follow him on Twitter. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, We just stalk. I'm sure. Just while I'm looking at the front of the book to try and find out how many people have read it, they don't have that information in the books. (laughs) 
That would be cool, though, wouldn't it? That would be cool. Um, or is that just following That'll down a future. modern like like thing underneath? No, when, when was it? Ninety eight. Oh, that was before I was born. <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Let's not question that. Um, okay, well done, Justinian two. You have gone through to the finals. Of course, you have. Yes solidifying yourself in a top six place in the two seasons. That's impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. But who's going to join him? Who is going to join him? Because next time, oh, it's going to be a tricky one. Because we have Basil II, the winner. We have Andronicus with his amazing story. We have Theophilus and Leo V with his amazing death. And Theophilus was very good as well. Yeah. <laughs> So that's who's coming up next time. Uh, but that is next time. Uh, so uh, I think it's time for us to say goodbye. Thank you to everyone who is listening. Thank you for downloading us wherever you download us. It's yes. really helpful to us. And oh, uh, also, please, if you leave comments, it really helps us boost up in stuff, mm-hmm. I think. So I'm told. I, I, to be honest, we don't really follow that. We don't know. But uh, reviews. Go for reviews. It. Um, reviews. Reviews. Yeah. Reviews are always good. Uh, Five stars. Yeah. Um, so yes generally thank you very much and uh, there might be a little bit of break between the semi-final and next semi-final because I'm out the country for a week uh, and that oh just... yeah you're going away aren't you yes I'm going to Montenegro for a week uh, nice so it's going to disturb the scheduling of things um, plus I need to in that time organise uh, our intelligence speech conference uh, talk no. about Didius Julianus yeah. as well so yeah there might be a little bit a couple of week break before um, we get another episode American or Roman um, but we definitely will be back soon but good news if you're a uh, Star Trek fan and yes. you're one of our patrons I'll be releasing the uh, Jonathan Archer episode Ooh. in the meantime so it's a bit of a, a stand in right yes because that is now that's pretty much ready to go now yeah Almost. Pretty much. Pretty much ready to go. Three quarters edited. Got yeah. to put in the weird sound effects and the... Yeah. The, all the cool. Okay, then. Right. Great. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, then. Yeah. And all that needs to be said is... Justinian 2! <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Looking into my soul and I feel awkward.
queasy inside, but in a good way, if you know what I mean. And next up is Justinian 2. Justinian 2. How the hell could you tell? There's a massive clink coming off that nose. I can barely see him. Oh, my God, look at that nose. Have you ever seen a nose like this, Chad, before? Only on 50 Cent. And the next one is Leo 3. Leo 3 there with his sheep. Oh, he's, oh, he loves his sheep. It's sheep, Chad. You remember the sheep pyramid from the earlier rounds? Oh my gosh, how Leo 3 loves his sheep. In so many ways. I love sheep. And who's our last rider? Oh, it's Alexios! Surrounded by fireworks, surrounded by sparklers and smoke. Oh. And you can see the display team doing a fantastic job. And I'm just gonna tell you right now, listeners, all of them are wearing nothing but speedos, and they all have rippling abs. Every single one of them. Just picture that. Get that image in your head. They are glistening. Okay, and here we go. The race is on. Just before it starts, I'd just like to thank the BBC for giving us this chance. Uh, I really hope we do a good job. I think we're doing a damn good job. And he's dipped his arrow into the oil. He's setting the line, and we're oh, off. And the race is Oh, I'll say it's almost 3,000 miles now. They are zooming around that track. They are kicking up the dirt. They're just taking the first corner. Oh, they almost all died. Oh, my taking God. Taking that first corner. Leo 3 is dead. Leo 3 is dead, but he's just been resurrected, Chad. He's resurrected, and he's back on his horse. That was quite a astonishing feat. And we can see Justinian 2, nose in front, taking the lead there. He is just kicking dirt. Oh, my gosh. He's got a semi on the back. Oh, my God, Chad. This is so, so awesome. I am just blown away at the speed they're going. The crowd are cheering everywhere. It's just crazy in here. It really is. He is firing his semi-automatic back in the other. They're dodging it. Oh, he's got a laser shield. He's defending it. That is astonishing work Alexios. Here comes the sharks, Chad. The sharks have been released. And now the sharks are chasing the horses. That is the first time I've seen sharks and legs. This is the best thing I've seen in my entire life. Oh, my God, listeners, I wish you could see this. The sharks are chasing the horses. The horses are chasing the victory. And who is going to win? And Obamanos has been eaten by a shark. He has been eaten by a shark. It's terrible to watch. The blood goes everywhere. The crowd are cheering. And the kids, the kids are loving it. Exactly. They are sitting in the splash zone. It's almost like it's pre-prepared. Alexius wants down the lead. He's trying to shoot some of the sharks that are coming behind him. But the sharks have lasers, Chad. The sharks now have lasers. They are finally strapped to their heads. They are aiming at the horse's legs. The horses are dodging. This is insane. The dust, the smoke, the atmosphere. And it's halftime, Chad. It's now halftime. All of the horses are cleared away. The sharks go back. Uh, everyone is coming on. The stage is being set up. Floodlights. My God, it's an entire concert. An entire concert, Chad, has just been set up in a matter of three seconds, Chad. Uh, this must have cost literally the same amount as the entire chariot race season. All in one go. I'm terribly impressed. And this is a great thing for revenue as Bruce Springsteen takes the stage. Oh, Singing his classic. Born to be in a car, going down a road, escaping my mediocre job at the factory. It's a classic book song. My God, I just love this blue sock. 
that speaks to my heart. It's so old the shock the back of Bruce Springsteen's dead chap. His face got in there. I don't know whether his face was in the laser's first, but it's definitely not there anymore. There's no face on Bruce Springsteen anymore. He is dead chap. And he does not look happy. He or sad or really anything. No, it'd be whole entire E Street band are fleeing. They're fleeing like their lives depend on it because they does. I believe at least two-thirds of the E Street band are dead by this point, but we now have Alexius one in the lead. Leo 3 second and Justinian 2 in last place. That is a shock. That is quite the shock there. Because Justinian with his gold nose, he's trying to make it up. Oh my god, he's removed his nose. He's pocketing it in his right pocket, I believe. But and Chad, this is, this is only going to be to his detriment, surely. This is going to slow him down. He's no, no longer streamlined. No, can't you see what's happening? His nose is now an intake valve. He's become a jet engine! Oh, He's wow. a 40 jet engine! Look at the speed on him! He's about a billion miles an hour! Chad, this is horrendously amazing! I am so excited! It is awesome! Awesome to see! Uh, Justinian 2 overtakes Leo 3! Leo 3 is pushed into the dirt! Leo 3 is down! He is being devoured! I said devoured by the crowd! The crowd jumped in! They're eating him alive! This is crazy! There are crowds in there! There's sharks in there! There's blood everywhere! This is walking dead kind of crap here! I can't believe it! But Justinian 2 is still going ahead! He's literally a nose behind at it's the moment! so close! And they're coming on the last lap! And this is the last lap! They're going around the left to heaven! Justinian's reaching into his pocket! What's he grabbing for? He's, he's got his nose, Chad! What's he doing? He's in second it's place! He's not fast head. enough! He's not going to be able to catch up! He's holding like a golden orb! And oh my god! It. He's throwing it, Chad! He's throwing the nose! It's overtaken, Alexios! The nose wins! The nose wins! This is the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life! This means Justinian 2 is in the final and the rest will be executed without a trial. Oh my god, Chad. I'm so excited to be back and on the BBFC on all. Oh, Chad, my dreams come true. This is quite glorious. It's better be on Fox News and CNN and MSNBC and McDonald's and Wendy's. Well, Chad... I this has been Chad. And King. The most amazing night of my life. Oh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell as well. Oh my god, Chad. It's just I feel feel I've come over all faint. What a what a what a race. I've been Hickory. And I've been Chad, and we've been commentating on this amazing match. The most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life at the BBLC. Yeah! Hot damn! Anyway, let's go to 7-Eleven.